Everybody, Kip here. Apologies, I'm recording this on my phone, so it's poor quality. But uh, we had some light issues in the audio throughout, so uh, we'll fix that up as best we could. But for next time, we will uh, make sure that's not the case. And also, please check out uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Episode 5 and the Sailor Moon Anime Episode 16 through 20 for next month, next full moon. <laughs> Thirteen twenty-seven. Yeah, because I use the what military. What thirteen twenty-seven is our always? What? <laughs> you know that I was born at thirteen twenty-seven, right? No, you weren't. I was born at like one twenty-seven p.m. I don't know. I'd have to check your seven birth certificates. <laughs> okay, you make it sound like I'm. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> Welcome to in the name of the moon. I'll podcast you a podcast within a podcast. Um and. I have a lot of birth certificates. That is true. But it's a reason I have them. Uh, I grabbed them all growing up, making sure I had them all. I don't think you were supposed to have that many to grab. Here's the thing. They all say the same thing. So it's not, I'm, I'm doing nothing wrong. It's not like one says <laughs> Except like. Except for when we had to pack up your dorm room and every five pieces of paper was a birth certificate. Okay. That sounds like I have a lot of birth certificates. <laughs> it's not like I have like one birth certificate that says like michael neiman one this is barry manilow i don't know i didn't look that closely super picasso maybe i should have i mean maybe but they all say the same names and stuff (laughs) different spellings different order ages cannot origin i mean you said you've looked at my birth certificates which is i didn't look at all of them closely why didn't you look at all of my birth certificates closely? there's too many we were busy okay well who knows if you were even born? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows if I have a birth certificate? You don't have it? I don't have it. Why not? Because uh, it's probably somewhere in my parents' basement. That's odd. I don't go down there. I mean, I guess like I'm in a specific predicament where I needed to have all 95 of my birth certificates and like boyfriends. <laughs> um, What's that meme of like the like... Facebook game where it's like, oh, like you and your 95 boyfriend. Uh, but no, um, just like that, uh, I needed those, I guess, <laughs> to have them at all. But I have no idea what you're <clears throat> talking about on Facebook. It, it must have been like one post that I liked like six you years ago. Go on Facebook. Somebody was like joking about like a Facebook game that was like, this game looks so dumb where you have 95 boyfriends. I'm like, Somebody commented, like, leave me and my 95 boyfriends alone. Oh, like one of those, like, yeah. tell me a story harem maps? A harem map? <laughs> Maybe it's not a harem map. I mean, it is, but that's probably not what it's called. Harem map is an interesting word. Where did you find that one? I made it up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. You made up the deal of not having a like, birth certificate? Yes. You could tell my birth certificate by the... 95 marks with 95 lovers. That's fine, you have enough for both of us. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's not like, here you go. Are you sure? <laughs> like, what, like, patrol guard are you giving your birth certificate to to, like, get to Zootopia or whatever? Anyone could be anything. Apparently, you could be me. 
But no. Um, <clears throat> so we are here to talk about uh, the Sailor Moon original anime from the 90s and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the 2003 live action Tokusatsu series and kind of uh, pair them and like meet them where they are. Um, that's proven a little odd because the live action show very quickly gathers the squad and uh, the anime does not do that. It has a lot of slice, slice of life kind of stuff or like smaller squad stuff. So to that end, today we looked at uh, episodes... 9 through 15 of the anime and episodes 3 through 4 of the live action. But before that, um is there anything important in your life or media that like you want to talk about, honey? Like anything? We did not go see the new Fast and the Furious movie because I decided I could not handle that seeing that in theaters cuz I was going to cry and scream and be obnoxious and not fit for general consumption. Also like COVID's not over. Yeah, that too. Just kind of like, ah, let's, it's a weird risk to take either way. And then like when it's a movie where there might be some stuff, um, you saw fast seven and fast eight and fast six since we last recorded this. Yeah. And like the last week we watched all of that. Which one was your favorite? The first five minutes of eight. Okay. That whole movie by itself. That's where Dom is in Cuba and he has to help his cousin get a car or whatever. And then the movie ended and you wouldn't let me turn it off even though the movie was over. Okay. Yeah, it was like an unrelated starting point, but no. Um, I feel like you liked Fast 7 the most, honestly. Yeah, no, I did until the end. And then I cried for a really long time and had to go to bed. That's okay. Um, You have a lot of thoughts about like boy culture. I think like the white car and like the black car... And the Malachi Black. Did and the you? Cody I, yeah. Did you see the, the 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 them the them the them the them and the other them? What them and the other them? The, 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 that's bad podcasting. I. It's great podcasting. Can you but take out all my noises? No. What is the them? <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> I can't look the at Cody you. Cody Rhodes okay. and Malachi Black <laughs> and and Ken and Obi Wan. No, not Anakin and Obi-Wan, not Anakin. I just have Anakin in my head all the time. Um, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Okay, yeah. Did Makes you see those pictures? No, I didn't. Oh, TNT was tweeting pictures or Instagramming pictures or posting pictures, comparing it because it looks the same. I'm listening to like Deadlock. They're constantly being like making fun of that. Like Not making fun of that, but like, making fun of people being like, oh, it's like episode three oh it's like lord of the rings because like it's like yes like they're doing fun stuff looks like the kind of stuff where like maybe people are like <laughs> over oh no but i saw a really good tiktok this morning where they were using the the red and blue filter you don't go on tiktok but um there's the red and blue filter like it's like old school 3d no like there's a when it's red like it flashes between red and blue like when you blink they were using it for like this in the height song. They made these filters so that people could stop like having to like swipe a beard on and swipe the beard off and put lipstick on to switch between the two characters while they sang the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but then one of the filters that came from that is this like red and blue one, and the blue one has a beard and the red one doesn't, and like it changes color. It changes the filter when you blink. Um, and there was one of doing Anakin and Obi Wan on Mustafar. And because it worked because of the colors and only a Sith deals in absolutes. And we can't get into that right now because I will throw a fit. Yes. Yes. 
This is a you Sailor will. Moon podcast. This is a Sailor Moon podcast. Allie throws a fit podcast. It's about Star Wars, Fast and Furious. Well, you like boy culture, and you have like some like strong thoughts. Um, though today we are kind of in the middle of girl culture, though. Yeah, significantly less boy culture. There's still some boy culture. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit here. More boy culture than I was expecting. Really? Oh. Uh, or I guess more. There was more boys talking to each other in this chunk of episodes. Ah, uh, it passed the Bechdel test. <laughs> than other episodes we've watched so far. Sailor Moon passes the Bechdel test, right? It has to by just like elimination. I don't know. They t- how many conversations do they have that's not about? I guess if Luda and Usagi are talking. When they're talking about the crystal, when they're talking about her ice cream being organic or whatever. And that she's going to put on weight again. Yeah. So um, it's the Bechtel test was created in the 80s as part of like a um, I like Alice Bechtel a lot, uh, but also like it was like a one off thing in like two comic panels. That's like only one measurement. But it is kind of like odd to see how often it's not met even 10 years later. Like it, like becoming like a prominent thing that people talk about, but no. Um, let's get into Sailor Moon though. Okay, let's go. Uh, so our order slash the episodes are: we're gonna talk about episode nine, Usagi's disaster. Beware of the clock of confusion. Episode ten, the cursed bus enter Mars, the guardian of fire. Live action episode three, the third century is the Miko named Ray. Uh, then. Episode 11, Usagi versus Rey, Nightmare in Dreamland. Episode 12, I Want a Boyfriend, the Luxury Cruise Ship is a Trap. Episode 13, Girls Unite, the End of Jadeite. Episode 14, A New Enemy Appears, Nephrite's Evil Crest. Live action episode 4, Sneaking into the Party. And then episode 15, Usagi's Panic, Rey's First Date. And with that, um, that first episode you go first. is mine. So, um, Jadeite is talking to Queen Beryl. Um, this is, this is episode nine, but, um, Jadeite is doing his Monsters, Inc. thing and talking to, like, Queen Beryl about how humans have anxiety and that has energy. The girls go on a window shopping day trip, and a very tall and obviously evil lady has opened another motherfucking small business, we hate those here, uh, for clocks. They can't buy any, but Usagi's mom, and also Umno's mom, bought a ton including one that looks like Luna, who is pissed and says the clock is evil and looks nothing like her. Gets completely ignored by um, Kusagi. Then throughout that next day, they're all getting anxious and rushing around and leaving early, including her teacher, who has four dates later. Ubino says, you know what they say, grab the nearest boy in a blue school uniform and get to kiss him. And then they say, nobody says that but you. Then Ami gets a blue supercomputer compact um, and Luna pretends it wasn't always meant for her, despite the fact that it's blue. Come on. The clock is empty and still fuck small businesses. Then Kosagi's bus briefly goes through the plot of the movie Speed and does not stop until a New York old lady strangles the driver. That's eh. the plot of the movie Speed? Uh, yeah, uh, the bus uh, can't slow down or a bomb will go off. Oh. And then Sailor Moon rushes in and um, gets de-age then drained of energy because they're in the clock dimension tuxedo max shows up in the empty real world not time dimension room and saves the sailors by hitting the clock and getting them free they win and 
Sailor Moon says she's not going to rush it. And a thing until Naru says, the bakery is offering free cakes to whoever eats them the fastest. And then, in her fashion, Usagi falls down and cries. Thoughts? Why? Why aren't they more concerned about deals? Why are people in the city still <laughs> going to places with super good deals? That should be the first sign. Like even like even Usagi should know it by now that like oh they're offering like this ridiculously too good deal. It's clearly, she should know. It's clearly and also all of Jadeite's lady monsters are the same kind of hot. So yeah. once they ran into that sales lady, they if the sale didn't already make it obvious, she should have been able to be like, "You look just like the last like six lady monsters having a sale I've had to fight." Well, to be fair, doesn't everybody in the city like have like a hazy memory and feel kind of weak but be fine afterwards? So like at least Usagi, they though. have a cover though. Like yes, she should be like, "Huh, it's another motherfucker with small business. Go beat the shit out of this small <laughs> business." Well, like it's not like a small business thing. It's much more like a boutique fashion, like fly by night kind of like thing that you see in cities more, uh, which is like what this is like more lampooning. Like, oh, it's like instant like fashion instant. Oh, we made like this cool food that it's full of air thing more than that. But yeah, um, she should definitely know by now because they do all look the same, which is like this vague like arch cheekbone model thin tall situation i mean they're all gorgeous like jada has hot lady monsters but like enough is enough <laughs> <laughs> enough is enough all these hot ladies <laughs> i thought this was probably like the most like here's just an episode though because it's like it's very much like let's see what mercury could do and it's cute that, like, Usagi and Ami are hanging out. Like, it's nice to see them together, and Ami's still a little awkward. Um, She's overwhelmed because she's never gone shopping before because she's too busy at cram school. It's interesting to me how, versus in the live action, the anime version of her um, compulsions, her thoughts on who she is, seems much more gentle and much more, like, a result of how she is like it doesn't seem as malicious or like forced like yeah, it in live seems much more like genuinely how she is and not just how she was raised yeah and like on some level like sure it's your parents responsibility to make sure like you're like doing certain things and having certain like putting you in the place to have friends but like it's much different from my parents have expectations and like a reputation which like comes up once or twice here right or like her mom which is like also like a different energy to be like my mom is like this and this and this versus like your parents like the more specific of it makes it sound but no um there's not a lot here besides that although um this kind of starts like a notable trend of tuxedo mask being a lot more effective in helping like i like thought he was always like basically not effective (laughs) or like not doing much but here he's definitely like he kind of like solves the case a little bit. Yeah, it's more definitely than more thinking. useful than just being like, okay, go, Sailor Moon, you got this. Yeah, Sailor Moon, girl power. It's also, this is the first time we see Usagi like in a rush to go fight the monsters. 
when they get to the clock tower or whatever, she's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, because she's still affected. Um, but I really liked her telling Luda that like they had to hurry up and go because she has big plans and she's already late. Because first off, I got to get home, then eat a pork bun, then finish playing my video games, and then take a bath. <laughs> and like, same. That's the day. That's the day. I don't eat pork buns, but that's the day. They must have like a good like vegetarian or like vegan pork bun or like, oh, like you make the dough and then you put like mushrooms in there or something. I yeah. don't know. No, um, I am always looking for like pork bun. Like I've never gotten one that feels authentic. I don't honestly. think I've ever seen a pork bun in real life. They look like they do it anime, like almost like perfectly, honestly. Okay. That's good. Then we're on to episode 10. Sailor Mars. <laughs> I am very into Sailor Mars. Yeah? Yes. Um, okay, so episode 10 is the anime version of getting to meet Sailor Mars, and then episode 3 is the live-action version of getting to meet Sailor Mars. So... <laughs> you got it. Got it. So episode 10 opens in the Dark Kingdom. Um, Queen Beryl is scolding Jadeite for always failing. Um, and basically says she's going to give him another chance to find the silver crystal and defeat the sailor scouts. The girls find out about the six o'clock bus that keeps that disappeared the night before full of like 50 people are just missing and the bus is gone. So lots of bus stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And it freaks Usagi out so bad that she's like, OK, we have to go to the shrine and get a protection amulet. And there's also a shrine man in there that can see the future. Um so there's lots of girls at the shrine going there for like love amulets, um, and they're the ones that are basically getting on the six o'clock bus and disappearing. Jadeite's big plan is basically he's using all of those girls um, looking for love amulets and sucking out their energy. Yeah. So Amy and Usagi are supposed to get on the bus um, to find out what's going on, but Usagi chickens out. So they miss the bus and they watch as the bus just gets sucked into a black hole and they have to come back tomorrow. So Usagi goes back the next day to ask Ray, the shrine maiden, for help. Um, and while she's there, Luna leaves. Luna like sneakily throws her the transformation pen. So like it looks like Usagi dropped it, but Luna actually planted it there. So now Ray has a transformation pen. Thinks it's just a normal pen. Because Ray has actual powers. Right. Yeah. So Usagi's like waiting for Ami to get there, but Ami's running late because she has cram school and they're supposed to get on the six o'clock bus together. So to psych herself up to go on the bus, Usagi transforms herself into a gorgeous flight attendant. Because they have uh, they have all of authority in the skies. Yeah. And they have a duty to make sure the passengers have a good trip. Mm hmm. And so Ami arrives just in time to see Usagi getting sucked into the black hole. Um, meanwhile, Ray confronts Jadeite because she's sensing evil vibes from him. And he sends her into the black hole as well. Um, then Usagi has to transform into Sailor Moon so that she can save Ray and gets Ray to transform into Sailor Mars. Um, and they fight the monster and Ami has to guide their way home. And Tuxedo Mask randomly also shows up in the black hole to drive the buses out of the black hole. And so that we can get the tension of Ray also thinking that Tuxedo Mask is hot. Is that the episode? That's the episode. Oh, um, Immediately, it was odd to me that her grandpa, I would say, 
if I read the manga, yes, it might I left be her more grandpa of, out for you. If I was reading the manga, I would not be surprised if the grandfather was a pervy character. I immediately got that vibe, then they kind of pulled back. He was like, oh, he's just friendly. Like, the way he was saying it, I was like, okay, this almost feels like maybe a change. Yeah, they kept saying he was friendly, and I was like, Master Roshi vibes. Because his first thing was like, hey, girls, want to come be a shrine maid? And I was like, oh, okay. But then, like, he's not a character after that, and, like, he's not pervy, actually. He's just friendly, I guess. And, like, Ray would know. Like, it's a big thing in anime at that time or now or like at any point like from the 80s to be like pervy grandpa them that motherfucker oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like she wouldn't not say it if it was true i feel like so like maybe they changed that or maybe it was just like the first thought we had because like he is that's just plot set up to be like oh this dude showed up and like my grandpa was like oh you want to be my friend you want to come live with me and my teenage daughter or granddaughter that's not creepy. Not creepy? Oh, okay. It says in your resume that you worked for a radio station as Jay Daito. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. So, yeah. I like Ray a lot. She's a very good character insofar as, like, just being like, hey, what's up? I'm fucking hot. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm going to beat people so up. cool. She has actual powers, like, outside of her sailor powers. Right, and so I was trying to figure out, like, I feel like it is completely separate from her sailor powers. Me too. Just because it does feel like like Ami's power. Otherwise, like, if you're saying they're all powered, Ami's power is being smart. And then, like, earlier in the episode, Luna tells Usagi that, like, her true strengths are her carefree spirit and optimism. I'd rather have magic spiritual exorcism powers. I mean, yes. However, um, I do think it's like definitely the case of like the side characters are all going to have like some super distinguishing thing as the main characters is like ordinary, but like somehow that makes them beyond is probably what they're doing. No, but it was nice that Luna finally said something nice to Usagi. Yeah, because Luna definitely <laughs> comes kind across this like, man. I love Sailor Mercury and Mars. Sailor Moon kind of fucking sucks. And like she literally says that later that if it wasn't for Mars and Mercury, they the Dark Kingdom already would have won. If she only had Usagi, the Dark Kingdom would have already sucked out everybody's energy. There must be like a random episode of like that timeline though, where it's like, oh, here's like the one where Usagi fought by herself and she's super scarred up, or oh, it's like um, like some orphans are talking about like a statue of Sailor Moon, which he died for our sins or whatever, you know. Sailor Moon does not die for our sins. I'm talking like an alternate like timeline. Like there must be like a oh, here's like this timeline of like Sailor Moon thing. My favorite thing here though has to be that Tuxedo Mask shows up in the bus, having tied the other buses to the bus. Just like he he had to enter a, a separate dimensional like portal. He does not help in the fight. He's just like. Beep, beep. Yeah, how did he get there? I don't know. But did I was he like, make his own black hole? Does he also have black hole powers? I guess so, but it's just like, okay, I fucking love this dude. <laughs> this is the best. This is exactly what you need to do. If your whole point is to be like a competent dude guy who helps out, but also like doesn't overshadow, this is like the best way to do it. Be like, I'm not gonna help with the fight, but I've got a bus. I'm bust. gonna lasso these buses. 
ain't nothing to order <laughs> too big for me to handle. And uh, let's talk about the live action episode three. Okay, so the live the live action version, weirdly enough, is still related to Soggy being a flight attendant, I guess. Because the scary monster is an airplane man. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, there's um, six girls have gone missing. And there's rumors going around Usagi's school that they were cursed by the Shrine Maiden. Um, but Usagi's all freaked out because she's Usagi. But Ami's like, hey, it could be monster related. We should probably go investigate. Um, while they're talking about that, Usagi bumps into Ray who hurries off after she drops her bracelet. So Usagi has to go follow her to the shrine to give her her bracelet back. Um, but while she's walking up to the shrine, she gets freaked out and runs away. Um, so when she comes back the next day, Ray's getting bullied by a whole bunch of girls who like took all of her shrine stuff and are accusing her of being involved in the disappearance of the other girls. And Usagi's like, hey, I ran away from here. That wasn't Ray's fault. Look at me. I'm adorable. I'm just Usagi. Um, but so she gets Ray's stuff back, but Ray does not really want anything to do with her. And Ami calls her and is like, hey, I figured out who the next target is, so we should go protect her. And they go to a wedding because the other um girl that's going to get taken is there. But uh-oh, Ray is also there. Is Ray bad? No. Um, but Usagi and Ray basically get sucked into another black hole by the airplane man. Um, and so her and Ray have to transform and fight him. Tuxedo mask shows up again, um, like last second as they're jumping out of the black holes because Usagi's not gonna have enough time to get out and helps her out. And then he just casually walks off into the distance. And <laughs> Usagi's so happy because now she has Ami and Ray and they can have a karaoke party. But Ray does not like karaoke and does not want to be her friend. Yeah. Um, I love how he doesn't do the Batman thing. He just like walks. Not even in a hurry. No. Just casually in his top hat and his cape walking off. It's like in video games like where there's like a restricted area. For him as Tuxedo Mask, the whole world is a restricted area. Except for weddings. He's like, oh, I can like chill out, calm down, roll it out. Just kind of like... <laughs> relax my way out of here but uh yeah um i like right here a lot still like she's done there's a lot of changing for a good way like not like there's good changes and there's changes to match and i think they definitely like change the girls to match their personality in like a live action like setting and and then like for ray it's very good um they make Usagi more earnest, which you can tell, or like more, um, more actionable. <laughs> um, I do love like the like live action Luna though; she's great. Like she's probably like my favorite character. Which is like, oh, this is great. It was perfect. But yeah, um, you wanted to talk about the airplane man though. Yes. Well, I wanted you to talk about the airplane man because I am not qualified to talk about the airplane man, but he seems worth talking about. No, like. This is what Toku is like. It's a very specific. Um, what's his name? Is there like a monster name for him? Uh, not that I caught. Okay. Well, um, he's just like a white and blue, like um, has like a big propeller on his face, 
makes the wind flow. He like runs around in circles doing airplane arms like a kid over the six unconscious girls that he kidnapped. No, there's a long tradition in Sentai stuff of like very specific outlandish kind of like ornamentation or like apparatus kind of on like a villain as they're like doing stuff or like on like a monster where it's like just like um when you go back to like the 70s and like the first Super Sentai like Go Ranger like their first villains were like gold mask and gas mask and like baseball mask and that kind of stuff and it was like very basic like black outfit and like a mask and like a related power so like there's a fun tradition of just like having a gimmick to make a costume stand out and then like having like a personality like based around that and i like this like plain man yeah no this was the first monster where i'm just like oh okay i get it this is what toku this is toku okay i see yeah and like there are a lot of panty shots from ray maybe from the wind or or like whatever her skirt's just so much flippier than the rest of theirs she's got like thinner longer legs and her skirt like might actually be like longer than theirs but it's like a different cut or material it seems like i don't know um though like there are more panty shots in the live action though (laughs) Uh, because they're like pirouetting and stuff and like flipping a little bit gotta do the action parts (laughs) which is like why the action isn't actually great in live action because they're like not covered up anyway like the other characters like in the common rider can like wear the suit and stuff you know um and to talk about that though um is there anything else you want to mention for this episode or are we good um we also get a brief look at matoki again it's live action matoki and also his turtle which not really anything to say about it but i feel like matoki's turtle is worth acknowledging Matoki changes, but I think he changes to, like, maintain his interest level. He's not really, like, a love interest that same way. So maybe it's, like, he's just kind of changed to, like, be more chill or part of the world. Or, like, he'll show up more later. Or, like, when they're, like... Because they've had way more episodes for, like, the girls to like him, I guess. But right. um, I like him. Um, he sees their passes for their fake magical karaoke room where they have to go they're fake free month karaoke passes that ami does not think is gonna work and then they go in the karaoke and they have a quiz <laughs> is lost by usagi and won by ami luna's oh definitely <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a quiz between the, the genius and the not genius <laughs> who said that my power is like i'm a professional genius oh was that don Callis? no Yes. Okay. Yes, it was Don Callis. Yes. Real men don't quit, they get fired, and now I'm a professional genius. (laughs) Don Callis would be a Sailor Moon villain. Don Callis is a Sailor Moon villain. He's on a run right now, though. Uh, Just, what a great job. uh, No, um, so yes, um, off to episode 11. Luna is mad the girls can't get along together, and they need to investigate a new theme park dreamland where 50 people have gone missing in a week um jadeite gets another last chance from queen barrel at least this time there's a press conference but no one questions why the security guard has super strength and the same voice as jay daito from the radio hosagi instantly gets 
on the merry-go-round, a talking lion shows up of a princess dream and they immediately buy it as normal technology besides like Ray and the kind of Lagami. When they say stop, I use that. Hosaki just hugs a like bear and gets pulled off. They split up and Hosaki is completely good. Um, and Ray is suspicious as they drag a kid that I thought was her brother from the preview. It was not her brother. It was clearly not her brother. <laughs> and the kid's mom is upset. Um, they go on the Panda Patrol train around the park. And then they bump into Mamoru, who is right in front of them in his like green stuff. And um, <clears throat> he like, like um, flirts with Ray over bullying Kusagi, honestly, because they're both just like, yeah, bunhead. Like, what the fuck, motherfucker? What do you do? I'm tired, so that's why I kept saying like motherfucker so much. But um, <clears throat> Ray immediately says he's hot. He's tuxedo mask. And then yes, Kusagi says no way. He's a fucking dweeb. Um, then Ami gets captured, and the and the other two fight again before transforming. Um, Mars gets hit by a snake, saving. Sailor Moon and starts to petrify but then uses her other powers, not Sailor Moon, to cure herself. And then Princess Dream spins into a true form and Usagi is shocked. She's like mouth agape aghast. And then she says, you'll pay for the pure harder girls you took advantage of but Mars points out that Sailor Moon was one. And then that is when Sailor Moon says she's not going to fall for any of the trap but immediately they both do for Tuxedo Mask on a white horse and they um ride a merry-go-round in the dream as tuxedo mask saves them by breaking the illusion showing them that they were on brooms um stick to dreaming only when you're asleep farewell (laughs) (laughs) uh great lines goaded uh then ami wakes up and luna says fuck her up and the doll says huh and gets obliterated (laughs) <laughs> partially due to a panty shot by Ray, which does happen this episode. Then Jade Knight blasts off again and they get ice cream. As Usagi pulls a Patrick star and says, hey, why is your ice cream bigger than mine? Because <laughs> she was eating hers faster than Ray. And then she tries to steal Ray's ice cream but drops her own. This was a fun episode. Um, I probably say that too much, but like it's just like this was like a, hey... Let's see how our cast gets together. It's the first like mission. Um, a lot of Husagi never really gets better, which I like too. Because like it's not like it's like a problem that she's like it is, but it's not. You know. Sorry, there is a shark. Yes. <laughs> the shark ran away. It's all good. <laughs> We shouldn't even give any context for that. No context to sharks. Um, I don't know what you were saying because I was distracted by the shark. What do you feel about this episode? I think that Ray and Usagi are that stock photo of girls <laughs> being bullied. <laughs> this is what I think. I'm laughing, but you need to explain this better. I don't. Do I? Okay. There's like three stock photos of girls being bullied, except for... It's all the same five girls in the same park on the same day because, like, whatever. But because of the stock photos, each photo changes who's bullying who. 
And they're probably actually like stock photos of a porn and not of bullying. All stock photos look like porn. Oh, uh, but you skipped that very important part because you were talking, you were distracted by the lion. The lion was not important. The important parts was that before the lion, Ray and Usagi are arguing and Ray pushes Usagi to the ground. The lion gets in Usagi's face and Usagi pulls the Scooby-Doo and jumps up onto Ray's shoulders and is pulling her hair because she's scared. Yes. <laughs> that was the important part, not the lion. They have strong energy together. Just the way they're fighting and stuff. And um, Ray kind of reminds me like a little bit of like Faith. But, uh, oh, not too much, but enough. Enough. They're in the same archetype of like, hey, if the if your main character is like blonde, leader, yeah. your brunette's going to be a fucking asshole. <laughs> I was not prepared to love Ray as much as I love Ray. Like, I immediately like, I love her almost as much as I love Usagi and it's a problem. I think too, like, this is like definitely a show that you kind of think about sometimes like in your kid brain and not in your adult brain where you're like like it's like um how you say stuff like oh like i want to date somebody but like they're teens you're like adult you're like, but you know what i mean like me as a 12 year old like the frame that i get in like when i'm watching like an anime about like, high schoolers of like oh they're older than me and they're so cool you know like me as a 12 year old watching yeah smallville and not realizing hey hmm, this age gap that's really weird that Lex Luthor is an adult and is hanging out with all these freshmen. Yeah, because at the time you're like, they're all older than me, therefore they're the same age, Greg's age. Yeah, Greg's age. Man, what would you do if they remade the room with um, Tom Cavanaugh and Lex Luthor? You know his name is not Tom Cavanaugh, right? Well, who's the one? Okay, with Smallville and Small X. <laughs> They remade the room. <laughs> Who would be Denny? No. It's a okay, one. I'm going to move on. Okay. Um, what do you think of Tuxedo Mask? I'm very excited about all of the drama and they should all just kiss. Let's move on. Episode 12. Um, this is a fun episode. Like, this is just a fun episode all around. Um, so... Jada is sulking. He is very much sulking in the Dark Kingdom because he keeps failing and he's going to be a big trouble. Um, and one of Queen Beryl's monsters, Thetis, who her and Jada clearly have some unrequited past shit going on, shows up. Best kind. And the best kind. And <laughs> stop distracting me. And she suggests her plan, which is Operation Romantic Cruise Ship. And basically, she uses her magic sea witch powers to transform a racked up cruise ship into this romantic cruise liner. Um, obviously, Usagi is dying to go on this romantic cruise because she's Usagi. Um, and she tries to win tickets in the lottery, but... Ray, after making fun of Usagi for wanting to go, cheats. Cheats. <laughs> Uses her magic powers and cheats. And 
instead of taking Usagi, who basically begs her to take her, takes Ami instead, telling Ami that she can do nautical research while that while Ray looks for a boyfriend like Tuxedo Mask. Good. Good. Um. So Usagi has to dress up as a beautiful photographer to sneak onto the ship. Her beautiful photographer outfit is honestly really disappointing. She's basically like half Bulma, half Bulma's mom. Yes! Yes, exactly! Yes! Um, so... And Luna yells at her for using her powers to transform whenever she feels like it. But it's okay that Rey used... Because I think Rey used her other powers. Yeah, Rey did not use her, scalar, her shrine maiden powers. Her scalar powers. Rey used her shrine maiden powers to cheat. Um... So, so Usagi's sneaking around as a grown-up beautiful photographer and runs into Jadeite, who is actually in, like, a decent disguise this time. And outside of having heard Jadeite's voice a million times, so she should still recognize it as Jadeite's voice, he, like, I'll give her a pass this time for not recognizing him. And I'll give him a pass for not recognizing her, even though at least he's, like, Something's weird. Why do I feel so weird around her? Why do I feel like I should be on guard around her? And she's just like, ah, dreamy. Um, (laughs) All of the guests are ushered into the reception hall for a show where Theta strains the energy from all the couples. Um, uh Uh-oh, there's Sailor Scouts here. Um, So Thetis fights the girls. Um, they They defeat Thetis. Um, but before he can fight back, Jadeite sucked into the underground kingdom and is in trouble with Green Barrel once again. Okay. So 666 passengers should always make you be alert. Like, no offense, but if you're any company that's like, hey, our new um, blimp has 666 passengers, you're going to be like, well, let's cut that down. Let's just say there's 650 passengers. Let's say there's 600 passengers. Let's just not worry about that 666. Um, I really do think this episode stretches the boundaries of gals being pals though with like the way that ray and avi go on the ship together as their dates and then are like um oh like we're the only not couple here no you're not guys like a you you're children b it's late c you're on a date i don't make the rules um there's this point where ray says Oh, let's just look for like guys being dumped and like grab those. Which is just, it's a good plan. It's very ruthless. It's very much like you don't care what you get. You much more care about like having a romantic moment versus like who it is really. Like it's like oh, like it's anime, so they're going to be cute. Let's like go get some nineteen-year-olds or some like twenty-five-year-old like just got dumped and bother them where they hopefully don't actually try and like date us. But hey. Luna's rules are much like Zordon's rules in Power Rangers, which are never use your powers for personal gain, never escalate a battle, never reveal your identity to anybody, which is like very general, like superhero like rules. Um, I do love how <laughs> in like they don't go the sexual tension route with Jadeite. He's just like upset about it. He's just like, this girl's really creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> and like, it's like great how like. <laughs> Like you said, like Luna's like set off and like Sailor Moon's like us is so nice. Yeah, there's like Luna and Usagi are spying on Jada and Thetis and Usagi's like, I can't hear what they're saying. And Luna's like, well, whatever it is, I'm sure he's a monster. And Usagi's like, but he's my future boyfriend. 
she's very much just like set on having a boyfriend no matter what. As long as it's not Ubino, really. Or Mamoru. Yeah. Uh, well, we know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, um, we know how that goes. She doesn't, though. There's this point um, where after Ray talks about like just finding some guys that got dumb, where Ami says she should have just stayed home and memorized the dictionary. Yes! <laughs> I was like, okay. That's a good joke. But I'm not sure if that's a joke or not, but I don't I don't think it's a joke. <laughs> um never trust somebody with long hair, like especially when they have like those like long two front bits in like a naval uniform. That's just a <laughs> recipe for like a really intense hand-to-hand like fight scene. Like I've seen movies. And then um Ray and Ami are, are mad because like whatever else passes out, like they're like these these losers don't have true romantic partners and they can't transform to fight. So they're just like getting made fun of and attacked by water monsters the whole time. And then Sailor Moon says, love is precious. Some girls can't even find girlfriends. That's what's that, boyfriends. Um, and then like what Sailor Mars does is damn right. No one makes fun of me for not having a boyfriend and gets away with it. And like, I think like the girls are also saying like, we could get like, we could get boyfriends if we wanted to. <laughs> We got boyfriends who really wanted them, and Thetis is just like, yeah, I doubt it. The level of shade here, just, uh Thetis is the first monster I'm sad that they killed. Yeah, she had, like, I bigger really vibes. Her. Well, and, like, that's why Queen Beryl's pissed. Yeah. Is no. that Thetis got killed. She's like, you used my precious monster, Thetis, without my permission, and thanks to your incompetence, now she's been killed. So, I think also Queen Beryl and Thetis probably was also shit. They're all fucking. It's okay. Everyone's a ship on a cruise ship. Episode 13, babe. <laughs> um, so, the end of Jadeite. We got a time crutch. Yeah, it's okay, fine. Told you we didn't have enough time for this. Um, we have two hours. <laughs> um, so, basically, Barrel scolds Jadeite again. Admits that he's collected lots of energy, but he just keeps failing and hasn't defeated the scouts. So she tells them that if he does not defeat the sailor scouts, then he is going to be sent. It's going to be the sentence of eternal sleep. And he's going to be plunged into the deepest darkness, never to awaken again. Um, So he appears in the sky over Tokyo and calls out the sailor scouts and tells them that if they don't meet him at the airport the next night, then he's going to burn down Tokyo. Um, everyone at school wants to go see what's going to go happen at the airport. So Usagi has to kind of just be like, no, that's late. We have to study. So Miss Harin is like, are you sick? Do you have a fever? And so after school, Usagi goes to Matoki to complain about how Miss Haruna made fun of her. Um, and they have a moment, but then Usagi's like, yay, we had a moment and runs away down the street and into Mamoru again and that's also a moment but in the opposite direction <laughs> um the girls go to the airport and they get chased by the police but Ami uses her magical computer chip compact and her glasses to realize that they're actually clay golems um all so cops are golems they transform and Ray sets them on fire and then Usagi's like wait everybody else else already transformed but me so she transforms but Jadeite's already seen their real identities because they really should have transformed before going to the airport. 
Um, and so he sends airplanes after them. <laughs> this is an airplane heavy episode. Yes. Um, Tuxedo Mask shows up and him and Jadeite fight. Um, and they go diving into the water, but only Jadeite comes back. Tuxedo Mask is dead. Oh no. There's a rose in the water though. Um, but then he's sexist and annoying. And so that kind of ruins the whole me being sad about Jadeite being defeated. So he's annoying. The girls defeat him. Queen Barrel gets rid of him and calls in Nephrite to take over. And it's okay because Tuxedo Mask is fine. Cherish the bond that exists between the three of you. Farewell. Uh, yeah, um, this is a fun episode. Really fucking, um, Jadeite gets misogynist out of nowhere, really. What? Like, just to justify him dying. Yeah, I just it was literally like. just to be like, okay, Allie, I know you're about to be really sad that Jadeite's over. I know you've decided you like him more than Tuxedo Mask. Here you go. Now you don't have to like him anymore. This is the point where, um, Ursagi says, if only Matoki wore Tuxedo Mask and loved her, that would be awesome. And then, like, he's just too nice to, like, dumb girls. He's like, oh, like, you're special and lovely, too. Like, it's the second biggest misleading done in, in these whole episodes, I think. Um, she throws her shoe and hits, hits like, memory again. Like, he says, like, um, can't you keep your shoes on and stay behaved? Pretend to be a little bit well-behaved. Yeah. No! Mm. And that was the tongue sound, right? That was the tongue sound, clearly. There's also that point later where um, Usagi says, what is wrong with our government hiring people to attack innocent young girls? Which is great. Love it. Um, and then um, there's also that line where she says, Sailor Mars, you are so awesome. I know. And then um, they stop to argue because Sailor Moon's like, oh, look, I'm going <laughs> to die first because I'm the most beautiful. No, okay. That's not what... <laughs> Okay, so Jaded's like, yay, you guys are here, and you show me your true identities. Ha ha ha, I'm evil. And Sailor Moon's like, oh great, we've been outed. <laughs> and then instead of like immediately like fighting them, he's like, the joys of life are short-lived, and it's ordeal many, but that's not your concern since your lives end today. And Usagi's like, hold on, they say that beauty is short-lived, so does that mean that he's going to go after me first because I'm so beautiful? And then instead of going after them, they let he lets Ray and Usagi fight. And Ray asks, what exactly about is you as beautiful? Usagi says, well, you can't deny that I'm more beautiful than you. Okay, I'll humor you because you're dumb. Well, my nose is clearly more beautiful than yours. What nose? It looks like somebody put a thumbtack on your face. Yeah. And then she cries. That's mean. And they fight a plane because family. It means you have to fight planes, but then they can't hurt the plane because it's not Fast and Furious, and it would cost their allowance for planes. Like, so like, why, why is Luna stopping them? Like, who's gonna like? How? How are they gonna owe their l- whole lives allowances to fixing these planes? The whole point of secret identity is so you could destroy property. I just I felt like that was unnecessary of Luna. Sometimes she's too judgy. Yeah, she's a cop. Stop being a cop, Luna. <laughs> You're fighting evil and shit. Like it's like a weird Moon Emperor. You don't care about, like, taxes. Right. Fuck you. They got insurance, Luna. Destroy the planes. Um, this is where I say that a tuxedo mask is Jean Parmesan. So there is a link in our doc. If you want to click that. Okay. I'm really scared. It's the best of Jean Parmesan. A few moments later. I don't get it. 
so Gene Parmesan is just one of the funny jokes. It's one of my favorite jokes from like Rest of Development of just like Private Island just like really bad, but shows up and is like takes off like a simple disguise, and the mom is like, ah, Gene Parmesan. And that is who Tuxedo Mask is here, because when they see him, they're just like, oh my god, Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> this is incredible. Okay. Like, just like, they're so excited to see this dude, who very rarely does stuff, because he's just hot. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, hey, what's up? Um, But yeah. He is Gene Parmesan, that Tuxedo Mask. Um, And then, that brings us to episode 14, though. The introduction to... Nephrite, who is the new Jadeite, but with long curly hair <laughs> and a different, if not better, plan. More of a Fabio type. Oh, he is a Fabio type. I hope he doesn't get hit by a bird. Um, Save the birds. Go hard. <laughs> Save so the birds. He, so he says that the real reason Jadeite kept failing was because Jadeite was just like, trying to collect all of the energy from as many people as possible. And that was how he was going to do it. So his plan is that he is going to use the stars in order to target specific individuals who are close to their highest moment of energy mm-hmm. and then get all of this to get the same amount of energy Jada was getting, but from one person instead of a whole group of people. Um, so in this case, he's going to target this tennis player named Rui, who also happens to be Naro's family friend. Um, so he has her, his monster possess her tennis racket. And the more she uses it, the more energy, the more her energy increases um, so that the tennis racket can basically drain her energy at its peak. But it also makes her a bitch. And so Naru is worried about her. So her and Usagi go check out the tennis court. Um, and Usagi's like, OK, it's definitely monsters. And also Luna and Ray were being mean to me earlier and they don't think I'm competent. So I'll show them. I'm going to go take care of this monster by myself. But she gets turned into a tennis ball and needs tuxedo mask to save her. And then they fight together and win the day. That is sure some fighting you by Moonlight. No, um, I'm surprised they made no love jokes here, honestly. Uh, good tennis. But no, um, this is just an episode of like Kamen Rider 4s. Um, it's a show set in a high school where people get like uh, these like weird fucked up like eyeball switches based off of um, constellations and like the villains are like the school administration trying to get people to like evolve into like horoscopes and having like those powers and stuff. So that's what happens here. Um, <laughs> Nephrite is very extra. Um, he's definitely like going for something different but also like very 90s 80s like there's you can't really we don't have the same level of culture and texture he has in our a boys. creepy mansion church in the woods but he's a rich business dude he's a rich president of some new company that opened up and he room rooms in a fancy car up to the tennis courts and does a flip over the <laughs> fence to land on the court and embarrass Rui yeah, they're just a lot there. Um, our cat is fighting the mirror. <laughs> is that what he's doing? He's looking at the mirror and meowing. But no, um, so... We get a new intro in this episode, though, is it's our first intro that's not just about Usagi anymore. Oh, the girls are in it, too? Yep, so... First of all, instead of saying, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you, 
in the beginning, she says, in the name of the moon, I'll return your serve for a point. Because tennis. Um, and then instead of like her normal, like, I'm a crybaby, I'm a cancer, I'm a 14-year-old middle school student, she says, I'm actually a superhero. I use a brooch to transform and fight evil. And my friends are also Sailor Scouts, and one's a kind-hearted genius, and the other is a hot-headed psychic, both of who seem to have it a little bit more together than I do. But oh well, guess I just gotta do my best. I love her. Yeah, she's great as like a... She's so endearing. She's so annoying, but she's so endearing. Because like it's like... When you make someone like her the main character, it's like about being okay to be like her rather than like a lot of main characters are like meant to be like aspire to and I think like over much sometimes. Um Tuxedo Mass is super extra on the bench when he shows up. He has like a power pole, like Dragon Ball. <laughs> Under the streetlight. <laughs> yeah. Um he seems to have like a Green Ranger style like power limit. Like he starts to hurt like after using like his powers for a minute. So like that's fun. Like Yes, I had questions about this. That limits what he can do because, like, we also like see later, like, he's in pain when a fight starts. So, it's right. just like some level of is this a new thing, or are we just seeing him more often? Or we're just seeing him more often. Is I it think. because, of, like, I didn't know if it was like because Nephrite is more confident or com- competent <laughs> than Jedi that now it's like more evil, so the tuxedo mask is in pain, or if it was just that we were seeing him more often? We're seeing him in, in the times between and he's doing more. Like, I think maybe like. There's some level of um issue between him and Tuxedo Mask him, like where it's like, are they separate people? Is it just like the power hurts to use or like the power like he has like his senses go off when it's time? Like I'm not sure, you know? But no. Um This is the first time where like we see like Tuxedo Mask and like Sailor Moon like fighting together though, and it's very fun because they're just like she's super into this. She's like, This is great, let's do this all the time. I like boys. And they win the day. And they win the day. So now uh, here's the live action episode four, our, our last live action and our second last episode. So Ray isn't Prosagi's friends. They are sad. She's basically like, we're soldiers. That does make us friends. We're allies. Um, my boy Nephrite is at bat today. and He has a much different and more specific vibe. Uh-huh. He's more of a southern gothic of the Venice Beach J-pop scene kind of ruffian look. Um, that was some words. Queen Barrow looks great. She's also serving looks. Um, Ray's looking at fire. They decide to crash a rich girl's birthday party with the power of magic because she has the phantom crystal, the phantom silver sapphire. And they're like, that, Luna, that's a sapphire, not a diamond. She's like, it might be. Uh, and then um, Sagi accidentally slaps Mamoru. Um, and everybody comments, and that's like the first time we get like their attention the same way in like the anime. Um, they uh make the teen guy, teen girl work for them. Like they're a different vibe, but they're good. Um, is also in the street and looks like if a Fanta was in juvie. Um, Sagi uh picks a bunch of like regency dresses but then it's revealed that this party is a halloween party so ami is like a cat maid and luna's also a cat um they're sexy waitresses in like fishnets and like their butts out so usagi 
dresses up like Barry the Business Bear. Yes. Um, and Ray is just a shrine maiden, but wearing like a like Domino mask. And the monster is just like a. Is that really what they're called? Uh, yeah, they're called like a like I'm not sure why they're called Domino mask, but they're like. But not because of Domino. No. Um, I don't know why they're called like Domino. Domino's not the. Okay. Maybe they're masks that you used to gamble in to play dominoes back when that was illegal. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, keep going. I'm sorry. But no, uh, you can look it up while I go if you want. Oh, for next time. Uh, so yeah, um, the monsters being stones that mutate into things is fun. Um, this is a mutated plant. Um, so Kusagi runs into Tuxedo Mask and hugs him. But at this point, it's Mamoru in a tuxedo mask disguise. He hasn't transformed, I don't think. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. But um, and she just like holds on to him for a long time. She's like, oh, he smells so nice. He feels so good. And he just kind of like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, bear. What's wrong with this bear? Please, Barry. Like, what business is there? <laughs> Am I being detained, Barry? Uh, so then, um, so Ami and Ray both lose their costumes for... For Ami, it's the whole main costume. For Ray, it's her mask um, <laughs> when they're backstage. And so what Ami does is says, let's not be friends. Let's be allies. And then like Ray like agrees and then says, here's my tragic backstory. And like it's just like hurt by Johnny Cash. It's like all of my friends go away in the end. Friends, family, someday they all say goodbye, leaving me alone again. And Saga is alone, but finds the dj and makes a request um ray tackles the monster that ray tackles the monster like full-on like just like push it to the ground so ami can get away um and then sailor moon tries to rescue ray but can't get the bear shoot the bear suit off or get her like hedge item um so ray has to save her then in the hallway, like they like make friends over like trying and like her failing, and uh, on the roof they have their first roll call and pose as a team. Um, and the monster has previously made a clone, not now makes a second clone. So there's three monsters, um, that are like various kinds of like cacti, and they keep like attacking the monsters, but they keep reviving each other. So they try and like group attack, but that doesn't work. Then they're like timing is off. So they pirouette away and have panty shots. Um, and then the cowgirl musician that they all platonically love has a song that Kusagi asked for and they stick up to it um, and defeat the monsters. Tuxedo Mask fights Nephrite for Tuxedo Mask fights Nephrite for the gem. That Sailor Moon grabs but falls off the building. He catches her, but then they both fall. Magic activates and saves them as they sing over the city in their Wizard of Oz like orb. Um, he compliments her singing and she dies inside. Um, Tuxedo Mask then says the Phantom Silver Sapphire. The Phantom Silver Sapphire is not the Phantom Silver Crystal. It tells Luna, I don't know who I am. Maybe I'm the enemy. They all walk home and sing before agreeing to a pajama party over karaoke. Thoughts? I think you brushed past an important part when they're all 
like learning about the the phantom sapphire at the party. So they're basically they're all standing around the fountain. And Usagi runs into Mamoru. They have their moment. He starts walking away and out loud is like out loud is wondering if the phantom sapphire crystal is the same thing as the phantom silver crystal and is like is it possible? Cut to Nephrite arms crossed on the other side of the fountain with his puffy red hair and dumb red jacket looking like a Kingdom Heart extra. And he goes, it's possible. <laughs> I just, like, I feel like that is important. It is, yeah. Is totally. it possible? It's possible. What do you think of my description of him? He's Southern Gothic at Venice Beach as part of the J-pop scene. Oh. Um... Is Usagi cell phone power virtual shoplifting? Or an NFT. <laughs> it's not an NFT. I still don't know what dest- an NFT is. But. It's when you destroy the environment for fake reasons. Like it, It's like, what if magic didn't work, but it caused a lot of pollution? She's like stealing all of the outfits out of the shop window without... In the street, too. So yeah, people could see her. Very obviously. And then it didn't matter because then she was a bear. She just wanted to dress up, I guess. Because like all those dresses were bad, by the way. <laughs> They were really ugly. They didn't look good on her. Like, she's so cute, but they did not. Oh, yeah. It's a fun power. Um, It makes more sense than, like, her her changing, like, who's playing her, like, doing the anime. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, I liked the fight scene insofar as, like, it's very clear that, like, they're limited by, like, having their faces out again. But they're, like, the whole thing about, like, they pirouette and stuff. and like their a flips. music video fight. Yeah, extremely. What spoke to you here? Like anything else or no? Um, when Usagi's in the bear costume, looking up at Tuxedo Mask, she has literal hard eyes. Oh, she does. Yeah, like like her, there's like graphics of like her pupils turned into like little hearts, but like it's very subtle hard eyes. Like it was very IRL hard eyes. It was very cute. Yeah, I really enjoy the live action. Like I hope soon we get caught up in a way where we're not watching like a bajillion anime to like match like the live action. Yeah, I feel like once we get all the girls together, it won't matter as much. Yeah, I think that's episode like 33 or 35 of the anime. So at at that point, so like we'll be at that like episode like seven or eight of the live action. Uh, But yeah, so episode 15 of the anime in our last episode, girls are in a park that would make a perfect spot for a date. They'd be a nice old man who Amy knows from studying there. It's going to be turned into construction, and he's so sad. And um, Ray decides, man, I need to go on a date here before it's turned into construction. And then um, Luna almost dies, but then, like, Mamoru saves her, but he has no sleeves on, like he was, like, jogging or something. And Kusagi is pissed off, grabs Luna, starts tossing her around, just like, motherfuckers, my cat... My cat's fine. My cat's special. Nobody hurts my cat but me. My cat don't die. My <laughs> Motoki comes out to see the commotion, and he and Mamoru just go like, oh, hey. Because <laughs> we're both in college together. Because we're both like 17. Dudes being dudes. Yeah, dudes being dudes. And like, Usagi is, you know each other, but he's a fucking bitch. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, I'm Tuxedo Masters here. You could kill Mamoru. Uh, but no, um... So then um, Ray decides, okay, Mamoru's rich. 
he's alone. He lives nearby. I'm going to like get his routine for Batoki and then like fall into him and we'll fall in love and go on a date. Um, the groundskeeper gets the power to defend this rare habitat. I, I don't think it's a rare habitat. Like it seems like a park, but um, that's and then um, I don't think Nephrite's really that concerned with nature conservation. No, but the man made sound like there's like some rare shit here. Like, I get it. Like, parks should be parks, but also like it's not like it's like if there was like a rare habitat that wouldn't be on the board. I don't think. So uh, he controls animals like a butterfly swarm. Um, and then she dreams of perfectly bumping into him, but instead falls down because she turns clumsy. He steps on her head because she fell right in front of his foot. Then he asks, oh, are you okay? She's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay, bye. And she's like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. Can I buy you coffee? He's like, why would you buy me coffee? I stepped on your head. And, but okay. Okay. Um, and then um, she's very awkward. And then Usagi's spying, but she spent all of her money on ice cream to get fat shamed by Luma, who then she says, oh, it's okay. It's organic, so it's not fattening. Um, then she sees like Ubino says, Hey, Ubino, want to go on a date with me? No, do you got any money? Yeah, got any money. Then he says, Yeah, she's like, Okay, want to go on a date. And I kind of felt bad for him here because, like, I feel like she should have just said, Hey, do you want to get coffee? Like, just don't be careful what you do. Because, <laughs> like, this is one of those things, like, using the dark side of the force, like, you'll pay for it later. And, like, they follow them on their date um so ubino gets two straws for their one drink and she's very grossed out by that um so mamaru who's apparently like wins this week for leading on girls if he's not meaning to takes ray out on a boat in the middle of this park it's like <laughs> my dude if you don't think you're on a date or like don't want this girl to like you or whatever don't take her on a fucking boat um and then where they're spying from ubino thinks that like Usagi brought him there to make out like in this like bush he's like oh this is great it's like oh we shouldn't do this but, but maybe we should and then like she's gone um so yeah um the park manager litters and he's like attacked by squirrels and then um bad. yes like squirrels are bad okay um and then uh we see that Ami and Luna and and uh Usagi get like attacked by the animals because the like park manager is now like ah oh, people aren't allowed to enjoy nature those bastards they'll hurt it and then a monster comes out of his hat um and they fight the monster who's also plant themed lots of plants lots of planes this week but um and then um once the girls transform memory is clearly in pain like he senses them transforming or something or like there's some like pulse and like they're attacked um by some birds and then like they like come to shore and like Mars leaves to go like fight and like more panty shots and ass shots as um she poses with Ami and like just like oh like in the name of the moon we'll punish you and they like steal Sailor Moon's line. Um and then Tuxedo Mask shows up, does nothing. Standing in a tree. And the girls pop so hard, like, it's Stig! <laughs> Tuxedo Mask, oh my god! 
Oh my god! He took off his mask. He's wearing a tuxedo mask. Mask. Oh my god. Um. So then they destroy the monster, and help the groundskeeper up. And Ray is heavy into Mamoru is tuxedo mask, and he's gonna double up on him because he like shows back up and it's like, oh hey, what happened? And then um, they all are really mean to both Kusagi and Ubano because like. He did get asked on like a date randomly from like a girl that he likes. At least like she has some responsibility here to be like, hey, don't be mean to Ubano. It was just a like misunderstanding. But she just like completely bullies him and is like mean to him. Like more than I think he deserves here, at least. Maybe over time he's earned it, but still. Uh and yeah, that's the episode. Tuxedo mask is basically stink at this point. A little bit. You bitch. <laughs> from the Raptors. Um <laughs> Yeah, when is Tuxedo Mask going to be hanging out in the Raptors? He already is. I mean, yeah, but like we need to see him in Raptors. But no. Uh, so the age is here. Apparently, in the manga, um, Tuxedo Mask slash like Mamoru was 16. He got aged up to 17 in the anime. In the anime, the girls are 14 at the start of the school year. However, early in the school year, both Ray and and Kusagi, because it like starts in April. Ray's birthday is like April 7th. Mm-hmm. And Usagi's is like June 9th or something. So right. they're both like a year and a half younger than him. Or like two and a half years, but like more like originally like a year and a half younger than him. It's but still weird. It's teens. He's just drawn so much older than them. And like, I guess he's only like five nine too. And like, it's like weird because like i guess like sailor moon is 411 sailor mercury's 52 like sailor mars is 53 like i kept fangirling and then having to remind myself they're in middle school like if they, if it was like they were in high school and he was in college it's weird it's still bad don't do it but it's not they are middle schoolers well they're also saying college for 17 which is that right I technically don't know. I feel like I feel like Ray should be a year older than she technically them. is, but like not really. I feel like she is way older than us. Like not way older, but like I feel like she acts so much older than us. She's fifteen. I'm, I mean, like maybe college too could be like the UK version where like college is like twelfth grade, right? So like if it's like oh ninth grade, twelfth grade, or like that kind of thing. Yeah. So if we age down college and age up middle school. That's kind of like he was meant to be 16, got changed to 17. Like, so kind of fits. But yeah, like, he's definitely like a weird case. Um, I do know that the whole of like the whole of Sailor Boone takes place over like two years. So he'd be like, what, like 19 and she'd be like 16, almost 17. That's a little when they get married. And then I think six years after the end of Uh, Sailor Moon is when they get married. So she'd be like 23 and he'd be like 23. Like that's still hella fucking young, but hey, um, like your favorite video says, she's kind of invested at that point. Uh, no, um, yeah, I thought that this episode was interesting just because of um, how much I think that Memory was into Ray, which is fair. She's like, if you're like a seventeen year old, like this, like fifteen year old's hot, um. He's like, kind of goes from like, okay, I'm gonna leave to okay, 
I guess I'm on this date. <laughs> like, and like in the coffee shop, he's still not into it. But once she's like in the park, he's like, oh, like on this boat. And he's like, right. They start bonding about how it's sad that the park's going to get turned into an apartment building or an office building or whatever. I get yelled at sometimes. I have gotten yelled at before for like, and probably the pandemic is also why, but like for like leading people on by showing character and being like, whatever. But you brought me Duncan when you were on a date with somebody else. You took a girl to Duncan, did not buy her Duncans and brought one back to the dorm for me. I was diversifying my portfolio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no so I think that you don't be like I'm not on a date with this girl we're just getting coffee because she's upset that I stepped on her Um, and then if you don't want that date to go forward you don't go on a boat don't go on a boat and talk about how much you love the environment she's 15 (laughs) she's weak to that type of attack what is she supposed to think hey I'm gonna roll up my sleeves and like row this boat and talk about the environment and I was like oh that's so deep my notes say that he's dressed like Piccolo (laughs) when he saves Luna is that a canon thing that will make sense to other people or is that just your screensaver he has his sleeves rolled up like he's jogging um so Piccolo has this point where is it my screensaver right now it was earlier no it's just some stuff I just didn't know if that was canon I mean, like, it's not canon. It's from the episode where Piccolo goes driving with Goku. So he's in like a milk boy cap or something. What's it called? Post boy? I don't know. All these backgrounds. It's the first time we see him not in business casual. Post boy is what Piccolo's wearing. Yeah. No, he he's constantly in like this weird business casual. When he's like parkouring to save Luna, like he just has Piccolo vibes. I don't know. Because he's dressed like he's like running with like his sleeves up and stuff and he has like the curled (laughs) i think that's also what makes him look so old is that he's never like this is the only time we see him not in business casual yeah because like the other boys that we see that are like 15 like 14 are also dressed in like a school uniform yeah so that's probably part of it too like they're all dressed in this like weird like 80s business casual too no um I do think that he's probably got some kind of weird like power time limit thing or like his powers start to like go active once he like feels Sailor Moon transform is interesting. Right. I was trying to figure out what the deal with that was. And then I didn't know if I was just like getting confused because he's he seems the most different between the anime and the live action. Mm -hmm. Because like there's no really any point where Tuxedo Mask is like, could Tuxedo Mask be a bad guy in anime but they keep playing with it in the live action to stress me out oh yeah because they I had to go back and like rewind a couple of times while they're in the bubble and try to be like when does he take the crystal out of her how does it end up in her in his cape he's holding her hands she's like okay yeah she's he's holding her hands and telling her she's a good figure so she does not notice that he snuck the very important item into his cloak I don't think it was on purpose, technically, but it's like when Patrick Jane like hands you like a water bottle and takes your gun <laughs> in the medalist. Yes. But no. Uh, yeah. Like, that's much more like in the tr- tradition, too, of like. There's going to be like, is this person like a friend or foe and like a lot of like. Right. But then also stuff. the 
him being like, is it possible? And Nefrite being like, it's possible. Like, I'm concerned about live action tuxedo mask. Maybe he's like a sleeper agent. triple agent or like he doesn't know that he's like, if he doesn't have his memory, it's hard to know. Yeah, uh, like, I'm concerned. Well, he said he's like, I don't know who I am. Maybe I'm the bad guy. So I don't know if that's serious or not, but I am concerned. Maybe he's being ma- manipulated by Queen Barrel some way, too, or like, who knows? But it's like the start of a mystery, too, that we're meant to care about for weeks, because like this, sh- it's a pretty long running like anime, too. So we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And uh, with that, um, who's your favorite character this episode? This specific episode? This run of episodes, what characters were your top three? Ray. Hey, Ray. Me too. Thetis? <laughs> Thetis, okay. And Miss Haruna, who has four dates that afternoon. Miss Haruna's just like, man, she probably fucked up the first date for all those. She was just like, I gotta run. Oh, Miss Haruna gets it. Yeah, Miss Haruna's just like, man, fucking get the aloe and just get to it, boys. In <laughs> okay. a line. Who are your top three? Uh, I guess um, I hate women so jadeite. <laughs> no. So out of left field. Yeah, it was it was iconic. No, um, I think that um, I'm gonna say live action death right, then Avi, then Ray, um, and the plane guy gets an honorable mention, and Matoki's turtle gets an honorable mention. Yeah, great turtle. Great turtle takes a pet like no problem. He's secretly in charge of the Dark Kingdom. Pretty sure. Like Jar Jar Maybe Binks. he's brainwashing Tuxedo Mask. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he is Tuxedo Mask. Not what if Totogi was Tuxedo Mask. What if Matoki's turtle was Tuxedo Mask? That would be fun. Assuming all ages were equal, who would you date? Well, Jadeite's sexist, so that kind of ruined that for me. Nephrite's pretty hot. Which one? Both. You have to pick one. Kingdom Hearts Nefrite. Okay, so live action Nefrite? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it's just... I'm too worried about him getting hit in the head with an, uh, a bird now on a roller coaster because you had to say he was Fabio. No, I am I have to be... I have to honor little Allie to marry Tuxedo Mask. I'd probably pick anime Ami. He's like kind of just like the right like vibe for like a... High school like girlfriend or whatever. She's adorable. I love her. Yeah. Okay. Uh with that, uh when you're not talking about Tokusatsu, where can people find you? Um not posting on Twitter at Ali Sorrow. And uh you could find me on Twitter.com at James Forge. Uh you could find the general stuff for this and our main podcast over at Common Ride with me on Twitter and Instagram. There's commonridefeet.com. Discoverrefree.com slash episodes for all episodes, discoverrefree.com slash merch for all of our merch. So uh, tomorrow, me and James Baker, Kubzik Senpai, are going to talk about um, Comrade Saber episodes 43, then the combined Saber and Zenkaiser special, and then we are on hiatus from Common Rider Saber, and we have some fun things planned, maybe Spaceship, and then uh, for me and Steph, which is the other week, we are doing our summer of Comrade Hibiki. It's very fun. We want to talk about that whole series. It's just a very engaging, great show. Um, and then if you want to send in questions, please send them to podcast at commonridewithme.com. 
and we are taking solicitations right now for what is our backup show for the fall for when we are looking at the new Comrade series. And then what is our show that we are going to cover in the fall for uh, me and Steph? Right now, there's lots of suggestions. Does not need to be Cobb and Rider. Jetman and Gokaiger are very high in what people want to. So, yeah, just uh, let us know what you think there, and we would love your recommendations. And with that, what did we learn today? Don't get sad when Jada dies, because he I guess I would have to say get punished motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> you need to go take a nap I gotta get to work <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>